Hello, hello. My name is Yuri Hanley. This is the Golden State of the Union. And sorry I haven't been talking to you guys for so long, but I got a great episode in store. It's a reaction episode. Got some great news. Just came out like 10 minutes ago about the All-Star starters and... Stay tuned for that because there's some huge news retaining a certain member of the Warriors who I think is having a great year. And obviously he is because he's an all-star. We'll find out who that is just in just a bit. All right, let's go. All star starters were announced today, and in the West, they were. I'm just gonna get right into it because I'm super excited. LeBron, deservedly, he's LeBron. John Morant, also deservedly, he's got. It's a great season so far, even though I'm bummed that his Grizzlies beat the Warriors all the time recently. I like the way he plays. He's got a fire that you got to love to watch. And if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. Trademarked, I'm pretty sure that. Um, <clears throat> then you have Steph Curry, obviously. He's the greatest shooter ever. Greatest finisher ever, in my opinion. And you know my opinion. I think he's the greatest player ever. We got Jokic, deservedly again. All these people are deserved to get in. And the last guy, first-time All-Star out of Kansas University at shooting guard for the Golden State Warriors, Andrew Wiggins. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Wiggins is an All-Star. Finally, after all these years in the league, people doubting him. He's really turning his career around right in front of our eyes, and this is just one step in the process. Wiggins deserves it, in my opinion. There's a lot going to be a lot of debate in the next coming days of who should be all-star starter, but I really believe Wiggins deserves it. He's been having a great season for the Warriors. Um, he's been our one of our most reliable players, if I'm being honest, ever since Steph has been – Inconsistent recently, Wiggins has really been the steady force driving us forward without Draymond. Um, this season, he's been playing 44 games. He's been averaging 18 points a game, and that's what you love to see. That's great. If you can have 18 points a game from Wiggins, 20 points from Clay, realistically, and 16 or 17 from Poole, what she has right now, going deep into the playoffs is going to be – dangerous to play against us and I'm really excited for it but let me just go back to Andrew Wiggins the joy that he's playing with this year is awesome to watch he's smiling I don't think I ever saw him smile in Minnesota and that's just a great thing to see a testament of the culture of the Warriors and how they bring out the best in everybody who joins them and they have a winning culture their people and they're are great it's a great organization they're very well run and you, it's the best you can hope for as a fan, honestly. Because let me tell you, I'm a fan of other franchises that are not well run, like the Warriors. 
Oakland A's, Vegas Raiders, very, very poorly run franchises. So the fact that the Warriors got Andrew Wiggins to his first um, All-Star is a testament of how good of a franchise they are, but that's not the end goal, honestly. You don't want this is just a nice thing to have. It's a little accolade, but these things don't end up really mattering at all if you don't win. So with that all that all that good thing I said, let's just remember that keep your head down and keep grinding because the playoffs are coming and we gotta win. So let's just talk about what's been going on. I'm gonna give a little Stay the union of the Golden State Warriors of where we where we are in this season and where I think we can go. So let's begin. The Warriors are right now they are thirty five and thirteen. They're second in the Pacific Division, and I'm pretty sure that they're second place in the West. If I if I can see the correct if I remember correctly. <laughs> Let me look, sorry. Yeah, they're second place in the West. They're three and a half games back at Phoenix. But I feel like the Warriors don't really care about um, home court to the extent that they're trying to they're gonna kill themselves and their playoff chances to try and get it and try and beat out the Phoenix Suns. They have a bit bigger picture mentality. Ever since 2016, when they went all in and didn't win. Um, I feel like they've learned from that mistake and I've been applying it by being very cautious about a lot of things in their franchise. Um, so that's why I'm not too concerned about winning the West at all. As long as we're in the playoff race, as long as honestly, as long as we're top three where our players can be considered for MVP and that such, that's where I want to be right in the sweet spot, right in the money zone. And that's right where we are. We're, Three games ahead of the Grizzlies, and honestly, I think they're blowing their load right now. John Morant's a great player, but he doesn't have the experience to that to win. They're playing really well right now, though. So if that ends up biting me in the ass, that take, I'll take it. But I think they're we're seeing the best of what they have right now, and come June, you won't. Um, they won't be in it. Come May, they won't be in it. They'll be in May, but they could. I don't see them making it to the conference finals this year. I see Suns versus Warriors is going to be where the Suns are going to have home court advantage. That's what I feel is going to happen. And honestly, I'm okay with it. The Warriors already proved on Christmas that they can beat the Suns on their home court. And. I think we can do it again. But I don't remember if they have Devin Booker. So if they have, they didn't have Devin Booker that game, that kind of changes some things, but not a lot because the Warriors are still the best team in the league, I think, because um, they have the best core with Draymond Green and Clay Thompson and Stephen Wardell Curry. And their young core is really good. Let me get to Kaminga. So I've been going to a bunch of games recently. I went to... Oh, I forgot to tell you, I went to Clay Thompson's game when he came back. That was one of the greatest experiences of my life. He, the energy that the crowd was there was euphoric. I cried, not going to lie. I was crying tears of joy when they were announcing his name. He got goosebumps and called me a fanatic, called me crazy, but it was awesome. Um, the Warriors were smart. They brought towels 
Um, on the see, it's so. I used it to wipe my tears. They're smart. Planning a lot. Favorite thing. A lot of people are gonna cry. Um, that game was sick. It's been awesome since Clay's back. He's really added another layer of the offense that just creates so much more space. There's way more space than there there was with only Steph and Steph's greatest shooter ever. But adding Clay Thompson just exemplifies that. It makes it exponentially more spacey. There's the lanes always open. I don't think there are many times when there's not enough lane open. And that's why Wiggins is having such a good year because he just feasts in that little gray area of the lane where you can just attack or shoot. And that's what Wiggins is really – is all he needs is time to decide. And he's getting more confident, and he's only going to get better as the season progresses and as the years progress. Just, if he stays in the Warriors, I really think Wiggins can end up making a big name for himself. I don't believe this is his only all-star appearance. I believe that he has the ability to play even better, maybe even all-pro. All NBA, which would be sick. Not first team right now. Maybe a third team if you really, really grinds for the next couple of years. I, I'm hovering for Wiggins because he's really turning his career around. And this All Star is just another thing that you got to not put in your belt. And yeah, that's the Wiggins part. Brand over. Um, Curry All Star automatically. Um, I suspect. Draymond will be too. I don't know if I already said that, but I suspect Draymond will be. And I also think that Chris Paul and Devin Booker will be all-stars because you don't get your team the best in the West and not have any all-stars. Your two best players don't be all they sh I can see argument for Booker to be an all-star starter, but John Moran's just been playing too well, and I wouldn't consider Booker a small forward. I think he's a guard. But yeah... All stars now. Eastern, I looked at Jamar DeRozan starts deservedly. I don't. I think John Giannis is. Um, KD, I think Trey Young. I'm pretty sure I saw. And then I don't. I don't remember the last person. I saw Jamar DeRozan, and he deserves it. He was. He's been balling this year. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, on to the next topic. So I ended up looking it up, and it was Joel Embiid that. Um, was the Eastern Conference's all-star that I did remember when I was naming them off earlier. And that just goes to show the bias of the fans towards big men, like Jokic balling out. Don't really hear anything about him at all. Same thing with Joel Embiid. He's having a monster season, and I forgot about him. That's hilarious. That's why when people are like, oh, Andrew Wiggins is not not worthy like Rudy Gobert. But Rudy Gobert, I don't really know how good he really is. I feel like people just look at his stats. They always say his stats, but they never talk about how he plays. Because when he plays, it doesn't look pretty. In my opinion, it's pretty ugly. Um, he always gets cooked by shorter guards, quicker guards. Curry puts him in the blender every time. And that's not something you want out of a big man. That's why I always feel Draymond Green is better. He is more versatile. He covers more ground. He 
is more important to his team, honestly. Like the Jazz, I don't really know how good they truly are. They're, I don't. Rudy Gobert is not a guy that will win you a championship. I guarantee you that, though. Like, and he's really not that good of a teammate. I'm not sure about that, but that's why I don't think he should be a starter. And Carol Anthony Towns, another worthy opponent. They're not putting consideration for the All Star starter, but again, he's a big man, and Wiggins is a. Uh, a, he's a forward and cat's a big a center i would say so i don't think he should i don't think he should have been in that category all right enough of that rant let's talk about the warriors season up to date so they started out hot best team in the re- best record in the nba since start then Right around the time that Steph Curry was about to break the record for most threes all time in the regular season, the team kind of went cold. Steph kind of went cold. And at first, we just attributed it to the fact that he's about to beat the record. He's just putting up the threes to try and get a volume shooting, whatever. He's going to miss. And we weren't that worried. But it kind of continued. And he's been shooting very poorly these last ever since all January, so all month. And the question a lot of people are asking right now is, is Steph going to be okay? Is he going to be back to himself? And I think he will be. He's the best shooter ever. This is just a rough patch. He'll get out of it. Um, There's there's been a lot of changes in the team. This last... um, couple of months, Clay Thompson came back, and he hasn't played in the Warriors for two years because of injury. So I really think that that has an effect because integrating Clay is a huge, important part of the process this year if we want to win it all. We need to have Clay be balling. So I feel like Steph's kind of taking a step back right now. He's still getting his, though, So, but the numbers aren't there. But there's not the need at the moment to, for him to be Herculean. But he needed to be without Clay because that's how Steph plays best when he's is relaxed, carefree, kind of like Wiggins right now, playing with joy, joy in buckets. That's their that's their motto: play with some joy. And that's what I feel like the situation is coming to with the Warriors because <clears throat> that they're starting to gel. Yet we haven't had Draymond yet, but Wiggins and Clay are starting to play a lot better together, and they're. First couple games back, they've already established a chemistry that's really fun to watch. And it's got Clay doing passes that he hasn't been doing at all his entire career. Like this last game, he had two behind-the-back passes towards four layups and easy dunks. Wiggins had to hand one after that, off of it. And it's just great to watch, to see them play so cohesively. And I really enjoy watching it as a fan. So... That was great to see, and that was the thing that was nerve. People were nervous about was how Wiggins is going to acclimate with Clay because Wiggins kind of established himself as a important player this year, All Star, obviously. But the question was, is can he and Clay Thompson fit? And I think the answer is yes. So that's just the last couple of things that have been we've been working towards. Now the last couple of steps. For this team is James Wiseman. He now came out that in December he had surgery again to clean up his knee. So, and there's no t- timetable for his return. 
well, that doesn't seem like good news. I'm not too worried about it because the Warriors are, he has, he's young. That's something Steve Cohen, too, honestly. We can't rush him in. Joel Embiid didn't play his first two years, basically. Ben Simmons sat out his first year. Um, came back and played. Like I think right now the best person to look at is Joel Embiid. When Joel Embiid came out of college, he missed his first two years because of injury, I'm pretty sure. And only started playing in his third year. And James Wiseman already got minutes in the NBA. He started learning the process. So I think this is just a minor hindrance, and I don't think it's anything to worry about as the Warriors will have it all planned out. They're going to take it cautious because right now, do we really need James Wiseman? Yes and no. Kevon Looney, it puts us in sticky situations when he gets hurt. Not hurt. My bad. Knock on wood. It's, it's sticky situations when he gets in foul trouble um, because other than that, we have who? Otto Porter Jr.? Yeah, maybe. But he's not that big. Jamal um, Green. You don't usually the other option, but he's hurt right now. So we really need James Wiseman back just for the depth at center position. The Warriors have already said that they're not going to pick up a center. So hopefully that doesn't bite us in the butt, but I don't know. I think we might need to just wait it out, though, because once Draymond gets back, we'll, we'll be good. Because he's really the heart and soul of the Warriors. Without him, our offense is not what it is, but it's starting to gel right now. After we beat the Mavericks, Steve Kerr said the game was kind of a cleansing. So take that with what you will. And that's how it's been for the Warriors these last couple of days. But it's all this is such a good moment because if you think about it, the Warriors they got through it. I feel like that last little slump was this last little exorcism of the bad juju that haunted this team when we ended up winning 15 games. When everyone got hurt after Kevin Durant left, and now I feel like this team is finally shaking all that his data back off, and we are ready to go. And this moment is a pivotal point in the Warriors' history of this legacy, of this dynasty that's going on, and I'm really excited to see where we're going forward. And I'm excited to see how this All-Star game is as well. All right, let's talk about Jonathan Kaminga, J.K. from Congo. That our number seven pick in the last draft. Ever since Draymond Green went down, let me set the stage. Draymond Green, Clay Thompson comes back. That game, Draymond Green is hurt, and you don't know why, but it turns out to be his hamstring lately to a disc in his back. I'm pretty sure that's what happened, and he's been out ever since. And that leads to questions of who's going to help fill in the role of Draymond Green, and I feel like. Jonathan Kaminga is uniquely suited to fill that role of Draymond Green. Let me explain. Steve Kerr says that Jonathan Kaminga reminds him of Giannis Antetokounmpo at a young age, and I can see that comparison. And it's because Jonathan Kaminga is so bouncy, he's so raw, and you can—he's already doing amazing things. He's getting put back dunks. He's getting uh, rebounds. He just. Packing good job in the pick and roll as a passer because Anna Cutter is really fun to watch. He's really energizing to the team, and you can tell there's just so much specialness in the way that he plays. So I'm really excited to see him going forward. Moody is cooking in the G League, 
and that's what you like to see. I hope that he'll eventually he'll get his chance, like Jordan Poole did. I feel so he hasn't really done much in the NBA this season, but I feel like he'll get his chance when the time comes. And that's our two rookies, and that's all I'm going to talk about today. So, all right, here's my pledge to the podcast listeners. I'm going to try and make this more like a weekly thing. So hopefully every Friday you get a podcast. And that's my pledge because I really appreciate my fans. And I've been doing you guys dirty by not putting out any podcasts. So I I will put out once a week. And this is the first one. So I'll see you next time. Warriors, go Warriors, baby.